podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host to the podcast, Mr. Dave Elliott. Hello guys, how are we? Um, that was the scariest thing I've ever done on a podcast. Not because it was like, yo, it's an impression of the X Factor voice, but because the podcast is coming to you ad lib, secret, ad hoc, gorilla, off the cuff, whatever you want to call it, from my living room whilst my baby daughter is sleeping on the table beside me. And hey, it is a scary experience. Now, a lot of you people are going, yo, what the hell's going on here, Dave? Why is the podcast out on a Monday? And I'll tell you why it's out on a Monday, because I missed the deadline for getting the podcast done on Saturday. I tried to record it on Sunday, but hey, stuff came up. I had to do my washing, you know, the washing machine, tumble dryers going on in the background of the podcast. Sounded so terrible. So awful. So I decided, you know, I'll just do it again. Now, as I've said, the kid's sleeping beside me, and she is in terrible form today. She has been fed like Henry VIII today. She's eaten a lot. Now, for a baby of like, she's six weeks, for a baby of six weeks to be eating five courses, including pheasant, pork, veal, caviar, you know, it's staggering in itself. But to eat all that and still be crying, it's a challenge. So, what I've done, I've put her in this beanbag thing and given her a dummy. And also a bottle of vodka to just calm her down. That seems to be working. So if there's ever any like chirps or squeaks, it'll be her, not me. So yeah, the podcast will not be as long as usual, but let's just hope we get through it. I, for one, am shit myself. It's like doing Russian roulette. It's like playing a game of Russian roulette with one bullet in a barrel. And if I hear her squeak, I'll 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 done shit myself. But hey, that's life of being a dad, I've discovered. You just have to move things around, you know? You have to make things and the world priorities. You'll move them down the bottom of the list because there's only one priority now, and that's this little gurn machine beside me. Now, although I'm, I'm pretending it's, it's rough, you know, although I'm saying all this stuff, the good far and away outweighs the bad. She did her first smile this week, which... You know, it would melt a man of steel. It really would. She's the cutest wee thing. And then she cries and shits herself. But I like to remember the smiles more so in those difficult times. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been a good week. I'm sad, though, too, because my, my paternity leave is over tomorrow morning. I'm back to the day job, back to proper work, back to find out what sort of trouble I'm in, no doubt. Do you ever find that? You take any sort of leave off of work for any time longer than like the few days, you instantly assume that something has been fucked up in your absence and you're going to go back to a disaster. That's how I feel. Now, that feeling was exacerbated slightly when I had a missed call from a boss today, but I have this like rule that if your boss phones you on your personal um, mobile, you basically just either turn it off or answer it and just go fuck off man I'm on holidays so I obviously being a mature adult dad now that I am did the latter and just said yeah man for sure fuck off I'm, I'm on my holiday still and it was yeah it was it was liberating but again I'll have to deal with that tomorrow but 
I'm a big believer in you cross bridges when you get to it. Do you know what I mean? There's no point trying to cross a bridge if you're not there yet. You'll just make a fool of yourself. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah, it's been there's been plenty going on this week. Um, being a dad's taken over the main gist of it. And sadly, for me, being a dad has come with dad banter and a strange link between being a first time dad and not being able to work technology like since the daughters come along I, I've become I don't know if this word's PC but retarded when it comes to technology like I cannot handle it like that's probably what it, why I didn't record the podcast to say look I was busy no to be honest I forgot how to work the microphone and literally all you do is plug in a USB lead into your computer and then open the program and, and Bob's uncle hit record and that's that but can do it and what else I haven't been too great at this week was Twitter. Um, I did something so dad this week that um, it actually got pointed out to me by, I was going to say my friend, Shane Todd, but he's he's a bit of a prick, like, you know, in, in the nicest way, rather than just being like, yo man, you've, you've made a wee balls up here, and inadvertently done something silly, like in, on WhatsApp, or just privately, he he fully tweets it, and, and makes a, a full on, on dick of me, right, so, I shall read you what I did, and explain it, the story, the background was, I was in the gym, obviously new year, new me, seconds me to say that, but I was in the gym working out, trying to lose a bit of weight, Whatever, you know. As life goes on when I was younger, I wanted to be in shape so I looked sweet so girls would fancy me. Now I'm engaged, got a kid. It's like, nah, fuck that. I just want to live longer to torment them for even a greater time than than first thought. But um, what I was doing, I was in the gym. I was getting a good workout on. I was doing cardio, which, hey, nobody likes cardio, do they? Nah, not at all. We, we hate it. So I was listening to some music now. I don't know if you guys are the same, but I have playlists for when I'm in the gym. When I'm lifting weights and I'm throwing the iron about heavy stuff, I listen to hard rock music. Like, I'm talking heavy shit. You know, like the Eagles, Fleetwood Mac, that kind of stuff. Like, proper death metal. And when I'm doing cardio, I like to listen to pop music. I like to listen to One Direction, Lady Gaga, those kind of people. Snow, Informer. And this particular day, I was listening to some pop music, and along came Shawn Mendes. Now, for anyone who doesn't know Shawn Mendes, he's a young singer-songwriter, American guy. His, his music's great, you know? There's a stigma with being a guy that it's, like, it's it's effeminate to, like, cute young boys that do music. You know, a lot of guys be like, oh, fuck, 1D, when actually their music's great. You know, I'm over that now. I'm like, you know what? There's no shame in, in liking cute young guys just because you know they've got talent it, it does help because normally I just like cute young guys who like talent too you know I'm, I'm shallow like that but whenever they've got talent it's hard to ignore so I was listening to Shawn Mendes enjoying myself and I thought hey I've got some followers here on Twitter that might be keen to know what sort of music I listen to so I thought I'd fire out a tweet basically saying how much I enjoy the music of Shawn Mendes so I fired up a tweet Shawn Mendes is dope as shit and then we emoji of like a note. I thought that's pretty cool. It's, people know that. You know, people might be like, yo, Dave, you're not alone here. You know, you're brave. You might be the first guy of your sort of age, age range, sort of physique 
to, to put something out there that you like Sean like you think Sean Mendes is dope as shit that's dad language in itself to say dope as shit unless of course you're like in the NWA which were kicking around in the early 90s you know but I fired it up Sean Mendes is dope as shit here's where the dad point comes in I didn't put a full stop before at Sean Mendes so essentially what I just did was private tweet Sean Mendes saying you're dope as shit so no one else could see it apart from Sean Mendes or Shane Todd, who for some reason must have gone into my tweets and replies and read that. So, I had to readjust it by sending another tweet out saying, wonder why I got nothing for this. Turns out I tweeted Sean Mendes directly. I'm now dad in every sense. But for real, this music is shit hot. I did mean that. So yeah, my Twitter game has got, has got awful. It probably looked to a lot of people as though it was a tweet back. For anyone who listens to the Boytown podcast will know what tweet back is. If you don't, why? Best podcast in the world. But tweet back's essentially where Shane makes me tweet something, whatever he decides, and I make him tweet something from his account, whatever I decide, and there's always repercussions, and it's always embarrassing. But that itself, embarrassing myself, without any prompting, is the worst. So... Um, if any of you guys are not following me on Twitter And if any any of you guys get sick of me saying If any of you guys Because I'm sick of me saying if any of you guys But, huh? but if you want to see more dad shit inadvertently Follow me on Twitter at The Dave Elliott um, It's the only one that's not Dave Elliott comedy Really Because my Instagram's Dave Elliott comedy My Facebook page is Dave Elliott comedy Go follow that too and of Snapchat, but I, I kind of don't like it. I think it's dying. Like, I got rid of it for years. Hadn't had it in years. Got it again. It's not doing anything for me. It's Dave Elliott lol, because they can't have Dave Elliott comedy, because it's too long, apparently. Um, which is annoying, and, and possibly the only thing that belongs to me that anyone's ever said is too long. Um, but yeah, so if you're on that too, add me. Whatever. Just keep following me all over the world, guys. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you should be already doing that, because if you haven't, if you don't, it's weird. And then also, if you haven't rated and reviewed this podcast on iTunes, go ahead and do it. Subscribe on SoundCloud. I want to get the, the old uh, listens up. I want more people to get involved in the weird podcast. The more people get involved and interact with questions and whatnot, the weirder shit we can get into. You know, I'm happy to be an agony uncle too. If any of you guys have any problems that you think are weird, come at me and say, look, I, I do this. Do you think that's weird? Um, and if it's really weird, you know, I'll probably report to the police. And if it isn't, well, we'll see how that pans out, but that's um, that's where we're at really with the Twitter. Um, so I'm going to try and get better at things. You know, I'm going to try and work my Twitter better and not totally mortify myself. I'm hoping that by the time Holly is of an age where she'll be using Twitter, which would be like, I don't know what age they use that nowadays, like three, that maybe it'll have died down a bit. My dad's skills and I might be kind of be able to build myself up to being like a pretty cool hip guy again. <laughs> yeah. Not that it ever was, but you know what I mean. But guys, it's time for the segment that people were literally texting me going, why wasn't that in the podcast last week? It's back. It's the final round of group matches in the Champions League of Weird. The Champions League of Weird. For real, nearly shot myself. Um, that theme song came on, and Holly started to shake, and I got afraid. It's like if you wake the Kraken, the mythical octopus character that comes from under the sea and kills everybody. 
that's about as, as, as frightening as that was but luckily um, a stiff right just to the lower left side of her chin just put her back to sleep again so we should be good until we until we finish this podcast back to group A in the Champions League of Weird it is it's the toughest group it's the group of Michael Jackson Caitlyn Jenner Boy George and Chris Angel whoa all freaking weirdos they should all be through the semis but hey they're not so the last round of matches are Boy George versus Michael Jackson now Boy George and Michael Jackson two freaky cats no doubt the boy was weirder when he was fully on drugs I must admit he used to be absolutely crackers you know he used to say he was very meticulous with his makeup then one day he's got off his bonds on heroin covered his full face and lipstick which isn't good for your skin pores or anything you know went out did a concert whatever then decided you know what I, I want some dick and he decided to get this rent boy around and it wasn't enough just to get that dick he handcuffed him to a radiator and kicked the shit out of him for days did, did jail time for that quite rightly it's a crime that's boy George, that's not normal behaviour, that's weird, hence why he's here. But now he's kind of cleaned himself up, do you know? He's, he's, he's back on the straight and narrow. And he was on boy, or on boy George, huh? on Pierce Morgan's life stories. And he seemed like he was a fairly normal guy again. And then you've got Michael Jackson, who's dead because he turned his entire body into wax. And that, that'll do that to you, because I was just talking about boy George having lipstick in his pores. If you have a body made of wax, you ain't got no pores. And you can't sweat, so you die. That's happened to Michael Jackson. So I could go through everything about Michael Jackson, but he's undoubtedly weirder than Boy George, and thus takes the victory. So that's Michael on nine points to finish the group. Next one, Caitlyn Jenner and Chris Angel. Um, i got to give it to the mind freak, Chris Angel, because he calls himself the mind freak. You know, I think it would be funny if Caitlyn Jenner called herself the mind freak because clearly there are some freaky things going on in her mind. A murderer is what she is. But they don't like to remind you of that. And on Pierce, Pierce Morgan's life stories, he did one with Caitlyn Jenner as well. You should just do that entire grip, really. And she was a bit boring. You know, the bit where he was wanting to talk about the juicy bit about whether or not she had a dick. She didn't want to talk about that. And I got the whole reason I tuned in. I want to know... A, if she has one, and B, if she doesn't, what what happens to it? I, in my mind, I like to think it's like smoked and dried out and made into some sort of nice necklace. Like I would wear that. Maybe she could get her, her penis put onto like uh, an Olympic lanyard and celebrate the fact that she's an Olympic gold medalist and has no penis anymore. That could be pretty cool. I'd be keen to see that. Um... Uh oh, there's Holly. Shit. Or, or Chris Angel, mind freak. I give him the points. So that leaves the final grip stages. Michael Jackson tops the grip. He's into the next round. Hee hee. And second place, it's a, it's a tie between Boy George and Chris Angel. Um, which means it's down to, to me to put them together whenever they they played each other. Boy George versus Chris Angel. The winner was a draw between the two. You know, it's how I feel. You know, it's my podcast, do it on. I feel like boys got too much in the straight and narrow now, so I'm going to give it to the mind freak, Chris Angel, and I'm going to send him into the next round. Sorry, boy. You're a very calm guy, but you're not weird enough. So Chris Angel and Michael Jackson have qualified from Group A into the knockout stages of the Champions League of Weird. Whoa, where do we go from here? Group B, the last round of matches, is David Guest versus Prince 
and Jocelyn Windelstein versus Joaquin Phoenix. And for that, I'm going to just go fire through this. Prince is weirder than David Guest for so many reasons. When we get to knockout stages, we'll go into more individual stories, more detailed information about the weirdos. So I'll just give that one to Prince, and I'll give Jocelyn Windelstein because although Joaquin Phoenix is a bit weird, she's fully fucked. Like her head, I'd, she's a billionaireess, but she looks like a thundercat. Now, if I get billions, will I look sweet? Probably, solely in my gear, and I would, wouldn't go to the gym and stuff. I would pay to have that removed. The fat, I would have it removed. It's, you know, it, it's not there because I want it. It's not a fashion statement, although it's very stylish. I want red, so I just do that. I wouldn't touch my sweet face. I wouldn't fill in the gap in my teeth because that's what makes me sing so good. But she's fucked it up. She's billions, and she has fucked it up. She is gone. Like, she's wanted to have, like, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen design in her house. Like, she wants to be the top interior designer, but for her body. But instead, she's just gone and got Handy Andy out of change rooms. You know, he'll always good with a few things. He's not, he's not going to do the whole thing right. So, for that reason... I'm passing it to Joaquin Phoenix. So as the scores are, or I'm passing it to Jocelyn Windelstein, sorry. So the scores at the end of that round, seven points to Prince, six to Jocelyn Windelstein, two to David Guest, two to Joaquin Phoenix, which means Prince and Windelstein, the bride of Frankenstein, you're going through to the live shows. Stop press, there are no live shows. It's just me again deciding who goes through, but that's this week's Champions League Weird. It's pretty heavy, heavy going stuff to eliminate people. Boy George, Caitlyn Jenner, David Guest, Jacqueline Phoenix. You guys are in the Europa League of Weird, which I'll start in like never. That's a that's a joke. Bear in mind you don't have to, to listen to that anymore. Chill out guys. It's sweet. We'll be grand. We'll be home in a boat. Next week in the Champions League of Weird, this is where it all gets exciting. Group C, Marilyn Manson, Charlie Sheen, Jim Corr and Dr. Seuss. And Group D, Will I Am, Sheila LaBeouf, Dennis Rodman and Lady Gaga. Eight freakier people, you'd f- you'd sell them fine, eh? But that's for next week. Now we're back to where we're at again here now. Back, back to the podcast. Back to the weird podcast. Do, 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 do. This is so weird. Like, well, look at listen to that jingle. That's the sort of shit that should be on TV. I should have my own jingle creating TV show. I think people would be would be loving it. Just listening to my sweet jingles, flat out. I can make jingles for anything. If any of you guys want to hear me do a jingle, send it across to me, and I'll and I'll do it. I'll hook you all up, play you, and <laughs> um, which is ironic because I didn't do a jingle to my own podcast, but sure. Yeah, but. I was talking about uh, trying to shift some weight there in the gym. Good news. Guys, it's paying off. This week, I've lost... Mm, I think it was two pounds maybe this week. Yeah, it was two pounds this week I've lost, which makes my total weight loss since just before the turn of the year. So just the 27th of December, I started like dieting and training and stuff. I've lost 11 pounds. Boom. Which is a challenge because I'm still trying to keep a bit of size I'm still trying to do the weights keep the muscle because I like I like that look I don't want to just be you know we see these people that lose loads of weight and they've been fat before and then they look skinny so rather than going oh man you look amazing you see these 
people and they just look like freaks. They're too skinny. They look sick almost. So I want to get thinner, but I want to get muscular too. I want to like do what Schwarzenegger does. You know, I want to chase the pump. Come on, you're so pumped up. Which, if I, I've spoken on the podcast before about pumping iron and generation iron, but Schwarzenegger on Born Strong is just a weird thing. Eddie Hall, the world's strongest man from Stoke-on-Trent in England, was doing a deadlift record, and Schwarzenegger was watching him. He was cheering him on. Like, Eddie got up to the bar, and he's lifting it, and Schwarzenegger says, come on, Eddie. Come on, you got to lift it, Joe. Come on. Ah, you're crazy. And he lifted it, dropped it down. Schwarzenegger came up afterwards rather than saying, like, congratulations, well done, amazing, you're a world record holder. He goes, oh, you could have done another 10 more. Look at the pump. Look at the sides of your pump. I love the pump. And he was talking about his chest. Now, deadlift is a leg and back exercise. Why are you looking at bloke's chest, Schwarzy? You weird guy. He should be in the Champions League, weird. But I think he probably won it last year. So gets, um, he, gets he gets off it. This year, but he is a, a weird cat himself. Schwarzenegger with his—I think I've had actually an episode before where we talked about his, his son that he tried to deny, and now he's a bodybuilder, identical to him. But yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing the weights, doing the dieting. Dieting's the worst part. Anyone who's into training that will probably admit that dieting is far and away the worst part. And the first part of my diet, I did. Like my own sort of thing, like that I would know of from just knowing shit, you know, following things, working out, dying before. I'd have eaten like a lot of greens, a lot of proteins, and um, porridge oats for breakfast, like chicken and vegetables for lunch, um, rice and chicken. That's basically it, steaks. And that was what I would have done, did that the first week, but it got a bit boring. So my fiance, girlfriend, whatever you want to call it, her, not it, she was like, why didn't you use Slimming World? And I'm like, well, because I'm a, a dude in his early 30s, I'm not a 65-year-old retired woman. That's why I'm not going to do Slimming World. Thank you. And I'm not slimming. I'm dieting. I'm losing weight. I don't want to slim. I want to remain giant, but I want to not have a big fat belly. I want people to look at me and think, that guy's got some power behind him rather than that guy could probably eat an entire box of tonic tea cakes in one sitting. That's what I want to change. But then she goes to me, you lose weight and you can just eat whatever you want. I said, all right, I'm in. I'll try Slimming World. So I've done Slimming World now for two weeks and it's it's helped as well. And I've been keeping losing the weight. I'm still training pretty well in the gym. I'm allowed to be cheat days. It's great. So by the time I get married, which is in November, I hope to have lost in the region of between three and five stone. Which might sound like a lot, but over time, if I sustain it, there's never a better reason to do it than having a wee baby that you want to be healthier for. So I'm going to keep plugging away at that. You know, if you're interested in listening to it, great, that's good. I'll keep it on the podcast. And if you aren't interested in listening to it, well, what you can do is get fucked because I'm going to talk about it because I have a boring life and that's all I do. So I want to talk about that. But at the minute I'm racing towards my goals, like I'm getting there, I'm feeling really great, it's still, I'm still not exhausted, I'm able to train well, I'm able to lift good weights, I was bench pressing today, got up to 120 for reps, so I'm feeling, feeling pretty good on the whole, um, I shouldn't actually brought racing, racing into my head, because instantly I think boy racers, which is something that I just don't, do not know, 
what it's about. Now, if anyone knows why people like modify their cars, unless of course they modify them to make them class, tell me why they do that. Because I've like seen it's always like two sixes, and they're always like bright, vibrant purple, and they have like a wee wing on the back. And I'm like, what? Why have you taken a car, mate? That's probably like four hundred quid, and made it look like that. It's it, like if you have a big Merc or a Bentley or something or Maserati and you want to make that look like pimp it out like exhibit style go ahead and do that but when you're driving around 2001 Skoda three door 1.5 litre engine you know don't don't amend it just hide it and slowly get from A to B as inconspicuously as possible like when these guys are driving these souped up cars to me I look at them and go like I wouldn't say it if it's just driving along normally but whenever they come past you and you look out expecting to see some sort of Formula 1 car and you see some wee virgin dude with this chin strap beard listening to The Offspring you go mate what the fuck are you doing in your life and I saw a guy on the way to the Tesco's the other day with like a souped up car and had the like letters on it like across the full windscreen saying I love bass could be base. I assume it means base. But in my head, I like to think that he just is a traditional old school dude in a young guy's body in a shit car. He just loves the drink bass. He just loves it nothing more. Loves a Friday night. Gets home from working in the shipyard. Goes to the local social club. Gets himself a pint of bass. That's what I would like. I'd appreciate it. And um, I, it would be great. But it turns out he loves base. Which, for a young dude, it's a weird thing to love. Like... Do you actually love bass music or do you just like that kind of music? And another thing which is like the ultimate point of... Uh, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I just got sent a message, I shouldn't have looked at it. But the ultimate, like, mark, I'll go back to what it is in a minute. But the ultimate mark of a souped up car is whenever you have like a wee logo, it's like two fingers, like, th- you know, the, the, the like index finger and the point f- index finger, the middle finger and the index finger together and then the wee pinky which I think it's like basically saying I'm going to finger you badly because that's, you know, if you know anything about foreplay, that's not how you you get from A to B, you know, that's how you get on the sex offenders register unless these guys are like using it like gangs would use hankies, put them in their back pocket and be like yo, I'm keen on getting bummed today for example, if you're in state prison and that's the way it works it's not, I don't know, unless these guys are like they stick the sticker on their car to be like yo Whenever you you're down like at the I know Lauren Cruz or whatever it is, I want to have my butt fingered like a barracuda. That's what I want. Fair play to you. But if that's what you're saying you're gonna to do to somebody Stretch your dick in a vice. Stretch it real good and long, bend it around like a tuba, shove it up your own ass and fuck yourself. Go for it, do that, but make sure once it's up your own ass, then you get hard because then you can properly maneuver it. But know what I'm, um, what I got distracted there by, other than dudes fucking themselves with the cocks, is uh, my friend, fellow comedian, Sean Hegarty's just sent me a picture of Alexis Sanchez in a full Manchester United kit as a. As an Arsenal fan, that makes me fully sick. 
Um, my views are, yeah, we want to have him happy to see Alexis go because he clearly doesn't want to be there. He's a bad influence, but he's a class player. And seeing him go to United makes me sick. Um, turns me. But hopefully we Arsenal signed Mkhitaryan back because he's a great player. But I just hope Sanchez doesn't win the league with United. But, I mean, he's clearly a mercenary. He's, he was almost going to go to City, who are playing some of the best football in the history of the Premier League at the minute. He could have gone there, fitted in nicely, played some good games, won the league. But he's gone to United for dough. Um, and, you know, fuck him. I don't hate him as much as I hated Van Persie, but, but yeah, fuck him. And, yeah, I'm just, I'm just replying to Sean here. Good, good for you listeners, basically saying that I'm recording a podcast and you've really killed my vibe. Um, but sure, yeah, he's gone. Fuck him. And f- you know what? Fuck Arsenal too. You know, I I would leave to be honest. So I was a player, but I wouldn't go to United. I'd have some sort of decorum about me. But uh, yeah, Arsenal are bad at the minute. They're hard to watch. They've moved from Highbury, the world's greatest stadium, to the Emirates, and cost you like a thousand quid to go and see them. They're shit in the wind. Fuck all. They don't buy good players. They buy like one good player. Doesn't fit into the rest of them, but hey, I'll try to stay positive. Don't want to talk about Arsenal, otherwise, I may, may or may not hashtag kill myself. But moving on onto the, onto the listeners' questions. Um, I must. I'll answer the first question first and foremost. I got a message on Snapchat from Jamie Clements, and I must say, Jamie, this one's for you because without you sending that to me today. I probably wouldn't have recorded the podcast. I had a, had a bit of time to do it. Um, my girlfriend, she's in bed, sleeping. She's wrecked. We went out walking around Castle Wellen today. Proper family activity. She's wrecked in bed having a nap before Papa Bear goes back to work tomorrow. And that luxury is no longer hers. Her life's ruined. So she's having a nap. Holly, my baby, is sleeping beside me. And Charlie, the dog, is sleeping wrecked as well on the rug so if you hadn't messaged me today Jamie I wouldn't have bothered recording it so I've made the time to do it and and here we are and I put the weird Champions League back in I was going to dump it but I'm, I'm sticking with it because you're a fan so um, yep Champions League of Weirds back um, on a side note I'd like to hear some weird venues that would play host to these epic face-offs do you know what I'm, for the, I imagine there would have to be a pretty fresh venue like for Sachi's House would be one that would host, uh, and it would be like a rap, not a, a weird off. It'd be sort of like a not quite a rap battle. Just <laughs> you'd have the two weird people standing opposite each other, just are like looking into an audience, and you just have a host, which would be. I, I would be involved in some capacity. I don't think I would host it. I'd be maybe a judge, of course, and it'd be maybe hosted by like, um, Dale Winton. He's always good for it. He could host it. And he would just basically read out weird facts about these people while they look in the audience, which would be so awkward, but it'd be funny. Imagine Dale Winton being like, and Michael Jackson allegedly fucks boys. <laughs> and Jack was just sitting there like, shit, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, and this is Justin Windowstein. Mm-hmm. Looks like a he man. Mm-hmm. Looks like Skeletor. Mm-hmm. And then they'd just be looking in the crowd. Yes, that'd be the setup for it. But different venues, it'd have to be different ones each week. Um, I'll have to come back with with venues. I'll I'll name a venue for the knockout matches, and just to keep it weird. But no cheers, Jamie, for making me do it because cheers for making me do it, baby. Because I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Um, 
now on to the man who asks me questions all the time, and it's great, Chris Barr. He is a weirdo, loyal weirdo. I said, hey Dave, check out this hungry mofo out. Um, and he sent me a story, which says which says my internet needs fucking like that but no it says meet the man who ate an entire airplane and 18 bicycles for a start that guy's fucked up michael latito more commonly known as <laughs> monsieur monge 2 i don't know why he's known as mr p if he eats like bicycles and airplanes but anyway he's lived up to his name um during his lifetime the frenchman's had an estimated nine tons of metal nine tons why would he do that? Well, apparently he's got a medical condition called pica, which basically means he's cravings to devour things such as dirt, glass, and heaps of metal, which I think's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I think that luckily Mr. Monchetou is uh, French because if he was Northern Irish, he would be visiting Knockbracken and he could eat all the metal he wants in solitary confinement in a psychiatric hospital because that's clearly clearly what the dude needs and bada bing the question is but if you had to design a three course meal for this guy what would it be and why well he's French you know so you'd have to have a he wouldn't have a starter he would have a a hors d'oeuvre which would be there'd be bits of a car like nuts and bolts that would be like in and around the final trimmings of a car so it'd be you'd just have like a a wee a wee we dish of that, we plate of that to start. Um, for his main course, would be a big main course. Once again, he's French, so I'd give him a big steel girder off the the Eiffel Tower. Maybe the whole thing if he's hungry. That's what I give him for the for that. And for his dessert, he needs something that's I don't know. It's probably on a French team, and we're talking metal. He likes eating metal. He likes eating planes. Um, you know. We'll, we'll go outside the box I would for dessert because it looks like an ice cream and it's made out of metal I would let him eat the Statue of Liberty's torch because it was made by the French and given to America and that's what I'd have him eat that's kind of like an episode of that Great British Menu there we thought outside the box what is essentially French and how we can tie that in so that's what I would do for the starter I would just have like nice hors d'oeuvres of uh, entrees of bits of cars main course would be the Eiffel Tower and dessert would be um, the Statue of Liberty's torch um, message from Chris 24 Hen um, I would be keen to know that yeah Christopher Henning that's uh, his real name has asked me how annoying is Shane Todd really well I said earlier after his this tweet yeah he's an annoying guy no doubt but you know, he's, he is one of my best friends. Aside from doing podcasts together and videos and whatnot, he is a, he is one of my best mates. So, yeah, he is annoying, but all but all good mates are annoying. Do you know what I mean? But he does really have his moments. He can be hard work, and sometimes won't punch him in his face. But if I do that, I know he would die. So um, I have to like try and rise above it. And yeah, but yeah, the answer to that question, Chris, is yeah, he can be an annoying dude. But hey, I'm sure I can be... Nah, I can't. I'm great. Um, let me see. And uh, On the Twitter, see again. Oh, dad, dad. I'm just an old dad that can't work technology. Um, 
Twitter questions. Um, Michael O'Lohad. It's must be honest. It, it's an Irish name. I'm not. I'm not good at my Irish pronunciations. I'm sorry. I'm ignorant to that. But it's Michael o, O'Loughlin, I suppose, or Lockhead. And uh, he's asked me where you can get an old fridge. Man, probably ask that French dude, Monsieur Montou. I'm sure, or Montou. I'm sure he has a few spare fridges. Um, just for like next week's lunch, you know, meal prep. He's just bits of bits of his uh, fridge just in Tupperware. You could probably ask him. Um, but if you're looking. I know, Gumtree, I would imagine. Go on it. Go on Amazon. Go and fucking just, you know, the the last place you want to just find an old fridge. Like if you're going, mm, where can I get an old fridge? You, you don't tweet me and ask because I'm not the oracle of old fridges. My fridges are heavily used, and I am too into them to give a fridge away, mate. I need to eat, you know. So bad place to come, Mick. So what I do is check yourself on Amazon. Check yourself on ebay or check yourself on gumtree just fucking or, or just go you know ball out and get yourself one of those big american fridges um don't be a tramp is what i'm saying and julie hewitt has said oh it's a pretty saucy question have you ever had sex with anything weird and thankfully she sent me a story because if she just wanted to know that that in itself would be the number one weirdest question in the history of the weird podcast and her story is Irish woman legally marries a 300-year-old ghost saying his lovemaking is great. Nah, you're just you're just slapping your bean like you're playing the bass guitar, babe. You know, that's what you're doing. You're literally fingering yourself and saying it's a ghost because ghosts aren't real. The ghost of a Haitian pirate proposed marriage to County Louth woman after she told the spirit she was no longer content with casual sex. Oh, wow. You know what's... If you're a ghost, you can go anywhere and get any sex you want. So he must seriously love this woman if he's willing to just keep his ghost penis going to the one place. 45-year-old woman from County Louth married the ghost of an 18th century Haitian pirate after the couple met when she felt his presence lying beside her in bed in 2014. Amanda, mm, I don't know how to say this name. It's spelt like league, but with the T. And obviously being from Northern Ireland, you've got to be careful how to say a word. It's either Teague or Teg. And I'm going to say Teague just for this. Amanda Teague from Drogheda travelled international waters to marry her pirate partner Jack through the means. Obviously, it's a pirate. She's called a Jack, not a Haitian name, really. After telling the spirit that she's no longer happy just having casual sex. Um, the Louth woman who works as a Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow impersonator, believes it was the pirate link that brought her own Haitian pirate to her. Whoa. This woman, again, she needs to go with Monsieur Monge too to knock Bracken. There's something wrong with her. Um, but yeah, she's not really having sex with a ghost. She's just fingering herself hard, I'm sure, and pretending it's a pirate. But I mean, I'm sure we've all, like, when I was a young boy, I used to finger myself while pretending it was Pamela Anderson. But hey, you, you grow up and you realise you can't get away with this weird shit anymore. But have you ever had sex with anything weird? Um again i wouldn't classify it sex really would it and if it's like with a like you're maybe asking have i ever used any alternative like wanking accessories not so much once my mom thought that i had some big wank sex toy but it was actually just a clip from the end of a weight bar in the gym she actually had set it out to discussion me what's this oh, it's a clip that you keep the weights in your bar okay awkward i thought it was something you wrapped around your deck and pulled it off yourself and no it's not mom um it's definitely not that but no, I had a friend once who used to do a lot of weird stuff. And you're listening, a friend there. Eh? Yeah, no, he was genuinely a friend. And he used to do weird stuff. Like he used to put 
a pillow between like in the hinge of a door and close it over and, and hump that which is very dangerous because if there's any sort of slip there and the door closes see you later bell end it's gone French theme the guillotine and the bell end that's what's happening there you're ending up with no penis you're going to end up like Caitlyn Jenner hopefully you can get that like head shrunk put around your neck on an Olympic lanyard and that's what you need but that that's messed up but yeah, no, no, I haven't really. It's like I'm pretty. Even sex in general with my size, it's hard to, to do anything too exciting. Like a lot of people, are like, have you ever had sex in a car? I'm like, nah, I can literally just about drive a car, let alone lie back in it of sex, you know? And then also, you're beside like a gear stick, which looks like a bigger penis than what you have. So it's, you know, it's not the place for me. Um, I did once have sex outside, which is pretty, uh, pretty gnarly. But that was back in my, my young days. When I say young, I was like, hmm, late teens. Don't want to go into precise details, it's very personal. And, you know, as somebody that sits in a room and just talks into a microphone and tells anybody who could possibly be listening all his deepest, darkest personal things, I don't think I want to go that far. But, yeah, no, not, nothing really weird. I haven't really had sex with anything weird. Um, nah, sorry. You know, got a paper cut once in my way from being a teenager before the days when you had porn before you could have uh, just whipped out your phone and gone online you had to source it the hard you know you had to be a scavenger to get that stuff I had to go and find magazines and find stuff that stimulated me back when I was a 16 year old 15, 16 year old I borrowed a copy of my mum's Mary Claire magazine and for those of you that remember they had some adverts for breast augmentation at the back and this was like say 15, 16 years ago, so that's what, 2001, 2000, they weren't covered, they were nude, augmented breasts in the adverts, so I used to source that and use that to relieve myself, because I mean, hey, when you're a young guy, you're full of testosterone, you need to relax in case you end up going out and like eating metal or something, do you know, you need to, you need to calm down, so I did that, but at this particular time, I'd prop the magazine up on a on a sink I was doing my business and then I heard the bathroom door go I thought I'd not locked it so I spun around nervously and just drew drew my erection across the paper of the quite good quality magazine Mary Claire magazine and it bled a lot it bled and I thought I was going to die when I was that age I didn't know too much about it I thought I've cut myself so badly I'll bleed out and I'll be found like some sort of drug addict on a bathroom floor, but instead of a needle in my arm, I would have a gash in my penis, and I'd be lying in a pool of my own blood, because the blood was pulsing out. I didn't realise at the time that as my excitement subsided, which was a good sign, because if I had got more hard, haven't cut myself, I, I, it's only it's a slippery path. But as it softened, the blood stopped, and, and I lived, and I'm here today. I used the old bit of wet toilet paper, dab on the end, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, there we go. And that was me. So yeah, having sex with nothing weird, but I have had some weird experiences. I've actually had a few weird experiences. Um, but maybe that's for another podcast, for another day. And this one, the Gorilla Shorter podcast, has got up to 43 minutes. So I um, hope you've enjoyed it. It's felt good. You know when you're recording these things, you never know. Sometimes I feel like, like shit. The baby stayed asleep. 43 minutes she's been asleep. We hero. And... Um, yeah, it's felt good, so I hope you've enjoyed it. If you do enjoy the, the weird podcast, um, subscribe to it on iTunes. Um, su- subscribe to SoundCloud. 
and tell your friends about it i'd appreciate that i'd like if you like it rate and review it five stars ideally on itunes the better we do there the better you know i can put the podcast out the more people listen you know the better it is for me so do that follow me on all social media instagram dave la comedy facebook dave la comedy twitter at the dave elliot snapchat dave elliot lol and just since i'm feeling in a good mood and i'm being dead on there's some other podcasts you should check out my comedy boyfriend my co-host of the boytown podcast which also if you don't know check that out it's great Shane Todd has his own podcast, the Shane Todd cast. Check it out. It's kind of like out of Boytown, this podcast and, and the Shane Todd cast. It's kind of like it's the worst, but I mean, definitely, you know, if, if you're on into those, these two, give them, give them a listen, you know. And also, my boy, the Straban tour merchant, the Strabanimal, Rory Woods, has a podcast, which to be fair, his name alone deserves more than it's getting for a new podcast he should be flying because the name itself woods talk podcast like the woodstock music festival that's genius check that out it's on soundcloud and on itunes um yeah just support local comedy you know things are good at the minute i've been working on a lot of stuff my paternity leave has been spent raising this baby and writing a lot of stuff and there's some stuff coming up that you'll see my big ugly mug in hopefully and maybe sooner rather than later i can just kick the day job and do this full time but hey you have to rate and review my podcast for that to happen so you know don't be a dick get into itunes tell me it whatever and when you do that when you rate and review it tweet me or whatever let me know and i'll give you some sort of prize or maybe you know or maybe i'll i'll get myself ordained and i'll marry you not i won't marry you but i will preside over your your wedding ceremony that's the gift I'll give to you. And hey, you know, who knows what, what else I can do, if you know what I mean. Huh? That, that got weird. So it's a good time to, to end the podcast. Goodbye.